We spend 25% more time at work while accomplishing 45% less. Now that is a gross stat. <laughs> that, is, that is not cool. And I'm, I'm actually dedicated to change all these stats. Not that I can do it alone, but I can sure try. <laughs> um, these stats are just flags, right? They're red flags. They're red flags indicating that small business owners live in urgent mode rather than important mode. Small business owners are unclear most of the time about their objectives, where they're going, why they're going there, and by when they're going to get there. And that creates all these stats that we've talked about here so far. Now, any questions so far? And please interrupt anytime. Lift your hand if you have a question at any point. I am not always easy to interrupt, but I can do it. <laughs> all right, so I want to share with you the seven warning signs that will indicate that your small business is not engineered to thrive no matter how hard you work at it. I'm going to share with you the one mistake that 97% of all small business owners make. Of course, I'm going to share with you how to fix it. How would I be, right, if I doubt that's the problem? Goodbye. <laughs> we'll talk about how to fix that. And um, I'm going to also share with you one thing that you can implement today that's going to make a big difference in your business. Now, a uh, little bit about me. I come from four generations of entrepreneurs. Guess in which industry? I know. Correct. <laughs> You've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, the lid, the lid industry. Um, at 21 years old, I started my first uh, um, business, branding agency, um, here in Vancouver. I hardly spoke English at the time. And we went from zero to 20 employees in a very short amount of time. Uh, we became the most awarded uh, creative and branding agency here um, in Canada. And we won Entrepreneur of the Year in 2003. Now, for two young ladies in a creative business, winning Entrepreneur of the Year, that wasn't so bad, right? That for me, that was more than an award. It was actually sweet bloody revenge is what it was for, all, for everybody that had told me before that, you know, we weren't going to make it. Um, not that I have many people who discourage me that way, but, you know, it is, we're talking here 22 years ago, so. Um, who here has got employees? How many? One. One, seven? One, yeah, nine, eleven. Yeah, 11. It's a total different Oprah show right there to have employees, that's for sure. Um, we grew 400% per year for four, I think it's four, but it might even be seven years straight. I mean, it was a total beautiful nightmare. <laughs> when you're not really set up for it, it sounds good, but it's actually quite complicated to, to plow through that. Um, and in 2006, I was bored. I thought, well, I'm 10 years ahead of my business plan. I've been there, done that. Um, I feel like not doing this anymore. So we sold uh, our business and we traveled the world for a year, resourced and had fun and learned a whole bunch of other things. Like I love knowing how other countries do things because then you bring back really amazing um, ideas. And um, we came back and created LeapZone strategies. And at LeapZone, this is what I do. And he said it partially earlier, DJ, he said, I would be a fool to work with anyone else but you, regardless of price. That is what I help you do, people like, uh, small business owners like you do. Okay, now, uh, this is what I hear the most when I 
share some of my successes. And when you actually share some of your successes, don't you hear that often? Oh my God, you're so lucky. You took a year off. That's fantastic. You sold the business. That's fantastic. There's nothing to do with luck. It has to do with planning and being savvy and actually doing the work, right? But there was a time where I was overwhelmed. I was overworked and I totally felt underpaid. Um, I remember a time where right here in, in English Bay, I sat at that bench right there and I was putting all my money in my business. There was a lot more money pouring in, sorry, out than in. And I remember writing postcards to my family back in Quebec, because I'm from Quebec, if you can't detect a little hint of something, of an accent. Um, and I remember not being able to mail the bloody things. So, you know, going from not being able to mail a postcard to, you know, um, a, a highly profitable seven-figure business in a few amount of years. But how did we get there? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about tonight in terms of um, some of the strategies. But also, we hired a coach early on. I knew that what, I, what I was good at, and I knew that I didn't know what I didn't know. So we surrounded ourselves with the right people early to actually make, um, help us with that. Um, over the years, in working with small business owners, I've actually kind of put a, a s patterns together through our, first of all, through our own journey of, you know, r enthusiastically running into brick walls, because I've done that a couple too many times. <laughs> You're enthusiastic about something and then, you know, you don't know and then um, And of course, with the hundreds of business renovations that we've done with our clients, there are seven symptoms, which I call warning signs, that are going to tell you that your small business is not scalable as it is right now. The number one is this one. There are not enough hours in a day to put out fires, let alone plan for growing your business. Again, reactiveness versus proactiveness. We spend a lot of time crafting our products, crafting our services, making those better. But we don't nearly spend enough time working on the very business that is supposed to help you deliver your genius in a fun, sustainable, and profitable way. And I guarantee you that if you spent a little bit more time on your business rather than just in it, and you've heard those terms, you know what that means, right? We all know what it means to work on versus in. Um, you would be happier and your bank account would also be much happier. Number two is your business is stuck or your income looks like a roller coaster ride. Now that's a two-pointer. You know, business plateaus. If you're experiencing a plateau, that's one thing. If you're experiencing roller coaster ride, you know, feast and famine, who's ever experienced great months and then shitty months, right? Of course, we all go through that at some point. How is feast and famine created? Why, how does that happen? Do we know? Who could suggest something? How do you create feast and famine? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you ease up when the going's good. Correct. Both very right. Exactly. I always tell my clients when they go, you know, for me, July, it's supposed to be good, but it never is. I always go, what were you doing three months ago? Oh, I was totally busy on this project. I was busy delivering this. And ah, you were busy, therefore you stopped doing what brings you business. 
And then when you get into the lull, you go, oh my God, yeah, I'm in a lull, this, this sucks. I'm gonna go back to Dan Locke's event, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. So the key is to be consistent with your marketing, consistent with your networking, consistent with creating outstanding relationships. So every time you have a big lull, even if, if it's a seasonal business, there are still ways to tweak and to better that. Um, cheap Movie Tuesdays did not come on board because people were flocking to theaters on Tuesdays. They happened because no one was going to see movies on Tuesdays. So some, when you understand the pattern and the root cause, then you can actually do something about it. Number three is chaotic and unpredictable schedule. Your personal life often gets pushed aside because of business. That's never happened to me, ever, ever. By the way, in the years that we had really difficulty at our, at our business, oh, these seven here, I was a pro at all of them. I mastered those buggers. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you don't organize the schedule the way you want it, it will never happen. So if you don't want to work Fridays, don't wait until you have a lull to not work Fridays. Set it up so you don't work Fridays. I had a client, um, the unpredictable um, client, years ago. Her name was Heather. She's a good friend of mine today. She lives in Nicaragua now, but um, I, do, I used to do all her um, uh, real estate design. You know, when the building comes up, you, you name the building, and then you design the sales center and all that. This woman always phoned me the day before she needed something at 5 o'clock. Always. And what happens when you're someone like Isabel, type A, wants to please, really want to do good for her clients and want to over-deliver? Of course, we over-deliver. So every day, I go, okay, well. And, and by the way, if people say, it's not normally like this, beware. It is. Because <laughs> she said that every bloody time. <laughs> Eventually, I actually put my foot down and I said, you know what, Heather, I was 22 at the time and this is verbatim what I said to her. Heather, I am, I am tired of paying for your inability to plan. She remembers the story till, till today. She still talks about it at Christmas parties. She, she calls it a 22-year-old kicked her ass. That's what she, she calls it. <laughs> um, so put boundaries down. Organize your, your schedule. I take 16 weeks off per year. Not because I'm rich, not because I'm lucky, but because I've engineered my business that way. Right? So if you want it, don't wait for it. Plan it now, it will come. Number four, bad clients or not enough clients. Who has ever had a high maintenance client? Ay-ay-ay-ay, <laughs> he's rolling his eyes. Um, high maintenance clients, kill the spark that you have for your business. They will eventually make you doubt that you love what you do still. And know that none, no unideal clients ever pay you for the full value that, you're, that you should be paid at, ever. The unideal clients, the high maintenance clients never wanna pay when they don't pay on time, when they pay, right? So they never wanna pay, they will never pay you your full worth ever. Um, we worked with a, a large corporation at some point. They represented 75% of our revenue. And I decided to let them go because they were a nightmare to work with. Now, it took me a little while to actually let them go because, you know, it takes a lot of guts to get rid of. When you have 20 employees, 
75% uh, of, of your revenue, it's a good chunk of change. Um, but letting go of something unideal allowed me to see something better. And had I kept this client, I would have never have seen that opportunity because I was, I'd be too busy managing the nightmare, right? Number five, weekends and holidays are a myth. No guilt-free schedule time off. Having the business on the brain all the time. My business increased dramatically its profitability when I went from zero time off to 12 weeks off, like a, like a chain smoker that stopped smoking. Literally, that, that's what I did. I went, maybe one day it would be nice to have 12 weeks. And then I went, why don't I actually create that right now? So um, I had the best year ever, the year that I went from zero time off to 12 weeks off. So not only is actual guilt-free time off good for you, it's good for your creativity, it's good for your innovativeness, um, it's also good for the wallet, I guarantee you that. Number six, you often have to discount your prices to get business. Prospects and clients, again, don't get the value that you bring on the table. Huge amount of money lost on the table here. And every single one of us, including me, because nobody is above that, um, we all lose money due to this one. And the seventh one, which is definitely um, something that DJ spoke a little bit about today, is you don't know how to clearly communicate your edge. What makes you different? Why would I buy from you, Vicky, rather than from you, right? It's people buy from people. They don't buy from companies. They buy from people. They buy because they understand what you stand for. So if you cannot clearly communicate what your difference is, you are losing an insane amount of money. Clarifying that makes a world of difference. A world of difference. All right. Now the good news is none of these symptoms have to be permanent. They can actually all be eliminated when you know the root cause of those suckers. Ten times your finances, ten times your business, ten times your marketing, ten times your life. Hit the subscribe button now.